impress the rock when your music hits all the lights go out you got fire coming out of the post fire shooting out of your ass you got fire coming out of everywhere new sports and then all of a sudden you're doing jumping jacks you're happy because kane can talk the big red can finally speak you're listening to the sports show Well, Kane, The Rock says this. He's in a giving mood tonight. You come on out here. The Rock's got a little gift for you. He'll give you this microphone right here so you can talk in front of the millions of Rock's fans. Take your little voice gimmick, stick it to your throat, and say this. My name is Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Rock was crazy, bro. (laughs) What did you do in camp? And I am a Rudy Pooh candy ass. Oh, yeah. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was hey, on crack? Coach, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports dance. You're listening to the sports show. New sports dance. It's time! Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sports desk, episode 220. It is your guy. It is your man's one more time. One half of your sportsologist, Deidre L. Hicks Jr., and it's WrestleMania weekend, baby, so you know what that means, right? Acknowledge me. And it's your man, Black. We are back once again for another episode. The other half of your sportsologist in the building. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Me and Black had to take last week off, man. We had some family matters that we had to uh, take hold to. So we definitely appreciate you guys being patient with us. But every once in a while, life takes a hold and we got to handle our business, man. That's exactly what we do and what we did. But we are back with another episode to get you caught up on all the latest hot topics in sports. We're going talk some WWE today. We're going to talk some NBA today. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, NFL today as well, man. All of the latest topics and rumors and everything that's going on. And of course, me and Black are going to give our expert, that's right, expert opinions. Think about that for a second before y'all go talking. Expert opinions on what we think about what's going on in the world of sports. All right, Black, let's go ahead and jump into it because, man, we have a busy busy weekend ahead of us um in the world of sports black the final four is set man and before we get into the matchups of the final four black what's your thoughts been uh just with this tournament in general has this been one of the wildest years of the ncaa tournament that you have ever seen yeah i think it's been one of the more surprising ones you know not having uh no one C even reached the Elite Eight. Right. That's a first, mm-hmm. you know. And we have, what, one? Would you consider UConn to be a blue blood, blood yeah, absolutely. basketball? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we have a blue blood, blood, one blue blood in the Final Four. But, 
Usually it's never like that. Usually our powerhouses are some of the teams who usually make it. At least two. Multiple, at least, at least, two, least two, two. At least two, two of them. But man, shout out to uh, FAU and uh, Miami and uh, San Diego State. I'm in and San Diego State is very surprising because I can remember a few years back when Kawhi was there, man, and. They they was popping when Kawhi was there. For you UConn? know, for, I mean, oh, no, for Kawhi Leonard, for, yeah, 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 for yeah, 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 San Diego State. State. I'm yeah, sorry, for yeah. San Diego State. So yeah, 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 yeah. to yeah. see them back on the stage once again, I don't know if Kawhi ever made it to a lead eight or a final four, mm-hmm. but I know they had he they had a nice run in the tournament while he was there. But to see them back, man, it's 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 it's, it's big time. And then to see some of the older coaches and Miami coaches, he got Happy there back in the day, like in '96, with, with George, with George M- Mason. Mason. Yeah. And then to see here now, he's back with Miami. Yeah. I didn't even know Miami made it to the Elite Eight last year. They did. So that was a that, that was surprising to me. So to see them there, and then to see FAU, two teams from Florida, man, who would have who would have ever thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I, I hope one of those guys win it. But okay. <laughs> the more dominant team in this uh, tournament, Dean, we've been seeing it every game. Every game is the UConn Huskies. Huskies. And shout out to uh, Hurley. Was it, it's not? I know I it's, it's not Dan Bob. Hurley. He's Dan, a part of the Hurley family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to Dan Hurley, man. Yeah. He's doing an amazing job with UConn and kind of putting them back on the map, man, from what how they used to be. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, well, first off, the tournament has been fantastic for me. I'm not a traditionalist when it comes to sports. I'm really not. Even though I'm a Duke basketball fan and they are a traditional blue blood powerhouse, and I would have definitely loved to see my Duke Blue Devils uh, in the Final Four, but Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Miami, Florida of bas- uh, 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 basketball, like, we don't see this every day. You need some interest in college basketball. You need a different taste in your mouth for college basketball. And the NIL and, and players being able to transfer is starting to balance out the powers in college basketball. How many of you out there listening right now are, are bored to death year in and year out when it comes to college basketball? And the only time you watch it is during the tournament. So during the tournament, you get to find out amazing stories about amazing young kids and coaches that have really grinded out and wait for the opportunity for this moment. What this says to me this year with the tournament, man, that the landscape is far more balanced than we like to talk about. Mm-hmm. I remember me and you and Black was talking about it uh, a couple weeks ago when the tournament first started. Blue blood this and blue blood that. But are you not invested into the Florida Atlantic story? Yeah. Are you not yeah. invested in Miami or San Diego State? Are you not invested into those guys? And then UConn rearing its head after uh, uh, their last championship in 2014, I think it was, with Kimball Walker, or 16 with Kimball Walker. They haven't been relevant either, but this is a resurgence for the Huskies. I'm enjoying it. We have some amazing games. Gonzaga versus UCLA. Dear Lord. <laughs> what a game. And then look what the UConn do to Gonzaga. Man. Get them up crazy. out of here. You know what I mean? And, and then in, and that ca- in that Kansas State and FAU game, you talking about a game, boy? Man. Well, they, they did a game before that. that. <laughs> Kansas State versus Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. So we were yeah. treated with some real good basketball. You got your number one seed, Purdue Boilermakers, going out in the first uh, game, man, mm-hmm. to the 16th seed, man. Like, so I think you got – the quality feeling and the quality upsets, the shocking moments, everything that comes along with the term March Madness. Mm-hmm. We are getting it. Saturday, 6-09, April 1st, your first Final Four matchup. You have Florida Atlantic taking on San Diego State and your nightcap game at 8:49 tip. Um, you have Miami versus UConn. Now, Black, let's call it on the carpet, man. 
who wins out of Florida Atlantic and San Diego State to advance to the national championship game. Oh, man, it's going to be a good one, D. But mm-hmm. I'm going to stay home, man. I'm going to stay home. I'm okay. going to go FAU. I like what those guys are doing over there, man. That game with Cantons is really allowed me to realize how good they were. And, good and I didn't players. even know that they had one of the best records in college basketball this year, 33-3. and three. Right, with 35 you know, wins right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, man, so they've been, they've been smoking people all year. Good you know, team. and and I think they like in the Atlantic Ten or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But man, to be a nice seed and to be in the uh, the Final Four, that's a big deal. They have a really, really good basketball team, and they have great coaching as well. So, and then it's not like, like they depending on one person on that team. Everybody do a little bit of everything for them. So that's what I really like about them because it was a point in that game against Kansas State, D. I was like, oh man, this might be, they might be done for. They were like down eight or nine, and them boys came roaring back. But it was, it wasn't just one person. It was a team. It was a team effort, man, to see them roar back like that against Kansas State and pull that win out. That was a big deal. So I'm going to go FAU over San Diego State. Man, I want to take FAU. I want to take FAU. But the one thing that has been a guarantee in this tournament is the defense of San Diego State. They are locking you up. The most points they've given up in this tournament, I believe, was 58 points. Mm. Those boys can defend. I'm watching them, and, and they're switching on everything. I mean, body to body, free hands. Like, they got height on the inside. They have great guard play where these guys are causing turnovers. And I just can't shake the fact that they are playing elite defense. Could they be born to some basketball watchers? Probably. But if you can appreciate the art form and the game of basketball at its highest level, these guys are giving you high-level defense. I'm going to take San Diego State okay. in a razor-thin ball game. I know Low we scoring. Get, yeah, we're going to get treated, though. Low scoring. I'm going to take the Aztecs advance to the national championship game. All right, Black, the second game, man, of the Final Four, the University of Miami. Hey, Miami, uh, University of Miami, you got something to cheer for because you know you can't cheer for your football team. <laughs> Had to roll that out there. I wouldn't have been Dang, real if I wasn't saying it, man. Dang. I wouldn't have been real. Shout out my homeboy, Kevin Dunbar. Black, Miami, UConn, Blue Blood versus an upstart uh, resurgence of the Hurricanes at this basketball level. Who wins this game in advance of the national championship game? Man, I th- this is going to be, the, I think, you know, still have a national championship to play. Somebody got to get there. But I believe this game might be the best game of the tournament. Okay. Okay. In Miami and, and, and UConn, I feel like Miami has so many players on that team that can handle the rock and get their own shot. UConn hasn't had to face that in any of the teams they played. So this no. is going to be the, like one of the most athletic and oh, yeah. teams they're going to see in this tournament. Yeah. And their guard play is outstanding. Yep. Uh, UConn, they do got them somewhere with the size because UConn got that size on the insides. And they got very good guards as well, too. But I think this is going to be a power of wheels. But I'm going to I'm going to take UConn, D. I'm going to take UConn until I see differently what they've been doing. People beat them by the average of, what, 12 points I've seen? They beat them by the average them. by... They working everybody they play. Uh, their big, their big bodies on the inside been dominant. You're not been able to come in there and do much. I'm going to take UConn to to win this basketball game and get to the national championship. Man, so we're we're definitely on two different sides of the fence with this man. I'm gonna go with Miami. Okay. I'm gonna go with Miami to edge out another close, high scoring game mm-hmm. against the Huskies. You said it best. Miami is so talented. 
Mm-hmm. They got raw basketball players who are freakishly athletic. And uh, what's the point guard name? Uh, Wu. Uh, oh, Wong. Wong. Is it Wong? Wong. Yeah, I know you. T- yeah, yeah, ball player. And, and then that boy Miller. They some ball yeah, players. Yeah, they some ball players. They long and athletic on the inside. Mm-hmm. They can jump with the best of them. They rebound. They block shots. And they got multiple guys, like you said, that can create their own shot. Mm-hmm. I think UConn has been able to take advantage of the athleticism against guys like Gonzaga. Because let's call it what it is. Gonzaga's never been the athletic group that you look mm-hmm. to. They've always been fundamentally sound with a guy here and there that can make a difference. With the Hurricanes, they're getting up and down the floor. They're fast. They're athletic. And I think, honestly, I think it's a bad matchup for UConn. Mm. I'm going to take Miami in a close, high-scoring affair to make it to the national championship game. Black, give your title prediction. You got Florida Atlantic versus UConn for the national championship. Who wins the natty? (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's 20, what? You said 2014, 2016? 2016. 2016. I'm going to say UConn wins the natty. UConn wins it all? I'm going to say they win it all because they've been the team, in my opinion, that nobody's been talking about. Until now. Until now. (laughs) You know, it's been quiet around their way, you know? But, you know, we had the story about FAU. We had the story about Miami in this tournament. No one was talking about UConn. And I think, I I believe them getting to this natty, they're going to remind everybody why UConn is UConn in men's basketball. So I'm going to take the Huskies to lift the trophy and cut down the nets, D. All right, my national championship game is San Diego State versus the University of Miami for the national championship. Um, Man, I just like this Miami team. I like them, man. And I might have my heart over my head, and I might be going against what my eyes see, like I say all the time. But when you got talent like that, and I love their head coach. I love the energy that he brings. I love the confidence that he instills into the Hurricanes. San Diego is San Diego, San Diego State is going to be a tough out. Damn. The Aztecs are warriors, legit Aztec warriors. But I'm going to take the Canes, man. I'm going to take the Miami Hurricanes to knock off San Diego State in a very, very, very close one, one position ball game. The Canes cut down the nets and become national champions. Well, you know what I hope, my boy? What you thinking? I hope they don't let you down like the football team do when uh-huh. you bet on them. Because <laughs> you know they're good for it. Yeah. Because you know they're good for it. Because they ain't, you know, they ain't. No disrespect to them, huh? Shout out to you, my boy. Shout out to Dunbar, though. Because we already know how y'all give it up on the football field, but we're not even going to do it to you like that. We're not even going to do it to you like that. We're going to go ahead and move on. So. The Final Four this weekend, man, y'all pay attention to the games. Hopefully, we get some great classics, some great moments. This has been a very good NCAA tournament, and I hope we can close it out the right way. National Championship game will be on Monday. Monday on TBS. I believe it's like at 8.37, something tip-off for the National Championship um, on Monday. So, stay tuned. Of course, we'll cover the National Championship as we lead towards it because we record on Mondays. All right? So, we'll get into it uh, next Monday for sure. All right, Black, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Me and you, one of our favorite times of the year. It is WrestleMania weekend. Black, we have been talking about the buildup for WrestleMania for quite some time. This is the biggest show that WWE will put on all year long. And we love the facts that it is still a two night event. It is fitting. When they came up with this idea during the pandemic, I was like, man. 
<laughs> this is great. Like, why haven't they, like, why haven't we been had a two night event for um, a WrestleMania? All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into the teeth of some of the marquee matches that we're going to be having with WrestleMania on this weekend. Black, let's start off with Austin Theory, the United States champion, defending against the legend. Some people deem him as the GOAT. He is the greatest of his generation. John Cena, Theory, Cena, what do you like here? And what are you feeling going into this match? And give me your winner. Well, I, I, I really like this match. Uh, mm -hmm. Austin Theory is, I feel like he's like the next thing coming. He is? I feel like he's the next thing coming. And I feel like him and Cena, like, they kind of take, I would kind of say they kind of taking the same path some type of way. Yep. A little bit. So, it's kind of some familiar familiarity there with yep. Cena yep. and Theory. Mm -hmm. So, I like, I, I like the fact that they're going to... Uh, that Triple H and them was able to get a match done with these two guys. Uh, is it even for the United States Championship? It is. It is. So this is going to be interesting. So if Cena was to win his belt, that means we're going to be seeing him for a little while. Or mm, maybe. You know, I don't know what happens here, but I'm intrigued by this match. If I had to pick who wins this match, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just going to say for the for the head cover, and I'm going to say Cena. You okay. know, because he's been going so long, and the fans want to see probably his fans want to see him do something. But uh, Austin Theory is definitely one of those guys do who is on his way, and I definitely going to be paying the closest attention to Austin Theory. Well said, Cena and Theory definitely are on similar paths, especially to get to stardom. Theory has everything, man. He has the look. Uh, he's a good performer in the ring. He's good on the microphone. He has the fans in the palm of his hand. Um, he definitely has a lot of similarities to John Cena. John Cena is now the get over guy. And what that means is if you're a guy on the cusp of stardom, John Cena comes back to help you get there. We've seen <laughs> him do it with Ray Wyatt. We've seen him do it with Roman Reigns. We've seen him do it. Um, I can't remember the last guy he, he did it against. We've seen him come back and have his moment and let the guy get over because John Cena does other things in his spare time. And this would be the same thing. Theory and Cena will have a match that is going to be good quality. The United States title will not change hands. Mm. Austin Theory will defeat John Cena and catapult Theory to going up to main event status. That's what's going to happen here. Cena is a, what you call a team player when it comes to WWE because he loves the business. Mm -hmm. So to take you from in front of the camera where we watch it to behind the scenes, that's what's happening here. And I think John Cena will put on a great performance. Austin Theory will have his uh, have his ending, and he will catapult himself to stardom. Looking forward to seeing it, though. Haven't seen Cena on the big, big stage. The last time we saw him uh, was SummerSlam, and we were still trying to get out the pandemic and stuff like that. But it's a full-fledged crowd, SoFi Stadium. Mm -hmm. If anybody deserves the, the 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 applause and the cheers and the the uh, emotion, it's John Cena. He's the greatest of his generation, mm -hmm. and he deserves it. All right, let's move along, man. This is going to. This is my uh, probably my most favorite match on the card: Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan <laughs> Paul in a one-on-one -on -one singles match. The buildup for this has been excellent. Black, what are your thoughts? Logan Paul has impressed us significantly since he's got the WWE what do you expect to see between Rollins and Paul who wins it as well well let me say this real quick on Raw tonight I expect the police to come out <laughs> I expect this thing to get nasty between him and Jake Paul I mean Logan Paul tonight yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, man, this been re- this has been very entertaining. Yes, like man. the Seth Rollins and his story, Logan Paul storyline has been amazing. Real good. And and the thing about Logan Paul, man, I would have never knew other than him fighting Floyd Mayweather that he was so athletic. Yeah, you know it's 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 wild. And then you putting him up against another athletic, high flying guy and Seth Rollins. So D, this could potentially. End up being the match of the, of the whole WrestleMania facts, if you really facts, think facts, about it. Facts, but facts. to put these two guys together, how smart is that? Great and stuff. then uh, whatever it is, whatever type of deal that Logan Paul got going on with WWE, as long as he around, I hope they capitalize on it. They need to start putting them in more stuff after this if he's going to win this match. But I love this match. This is one of my top matches in uh, for WrestleMania, and it could steal the show, D. I totally agree. 1,000% with you. All right, let's go to a couple of other matches, man. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Last time these two faced, I believe it was at WrestleMania 36 or 37, I believe. Charlotte got the best her winning the NXT Championship. Tables are turned. Charlotte is now the SmackDown heavyweight cha- women's heavyweight champion. Rhea Ripley has really risen. She's really capitalized on her opportunity. Black, does Ripley defeat the queen and become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna put that belt on her. I think Rita has paid her dues. You know, she hasn't been champ since NXT. She hadn't won any, she hasn't. any, any one of the belts. And then her storyline is so powerful now. It's, good. it's the best in the women's division because it's been really trash right now. Okay. So uh, her story. <laughs> I love her storyline and what she's doing with the Judgment Day and then her outside of the Judgment Day and her and Charlotte. Good stuff. I like it. I believe they give her a push and put that belt on Rita Ripley and um. And no disrespect to Charlotte, we know Charlotte probably gonna go away and have kids or do whatever it whatever it may be. But it's it's Rhea Ripley's time now. Yeah, Ripley will win this match. Um, Charlotte will uh, really put on an amazing match. Look, I said it for a couple. We've been doing the sports test for three years, almost three years, maybe around that time frame. And I've said that Charlotte Flair, at one point, was pound for pound the best wrestler in the business. And she's going to remind us of that on WrestleMania, man. Rhea and Charlotte are going to put on a show. Another opportunity for Charlotte to, again, have the match of the night. How many matches of the nights does she have under her belt? She mm-hmm. has plenty. But for the business sake and the women's division, you have to put the belt on Rhea Ripley and start mixing this thing up. I think Charlotte loses, and I think she goes away again. I think Charlotte is starting to kind of go down the curve because she does have some major opportunities outside of wrestling. She's going to start taking advantage of those. Mm -hmm. And she's earned it. Look at Charlotte Flair in the last five to seven years in WWE. What other, I'm not even going to say female, if you want to put her up against Roman Reigns and all that, but the the, 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 the moment that she had, the run that she had, it's up there with some of the greatest ever to do it. Mm. She's a 14-time world champion. She's going to be the one to break her father's record. Yeah. It's a reason why ain't nobody broke it. I thought <laughs> Cena would do it, but Charlotte's going to get they that honor. That for Charlotte. Yeah. She's going to get that honor. So looking forward to that match. Me and Black both think Rhea Ripley uh, wins the championship, though. All right, Black, let's get into, man, real quick. Bianca Belair defends. And I hate to do this, but it's just boring to me. Bianca Belair defends the Raw Women's Championship against Oscar. What do you think? Yeah, I expect this to be one of the first matches of the night on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, to get it out of the way, I might even go ahead and take me a dump around this time. Because <laughs> I'm so disgusted with what they're, how they're doing, oh Bianca Belair. Yes. 
You know, it's because so many different ways they could have went with this D. I yeah. sat and thought, and then looking at Raw last week, and I'm just looking at it, and I'm just so disgusted. It's boring, man. By what they're doing with with uh, with Bianca. Like, boring. Bianca could be, you could literally say that she could potentially have, have, have had a run like Becky did when Becky was, you know, main event in WrestleMania with Charlotte and Ronda. Yeah, the booking hasn't but, been good. But they man. not have been having given her the right matches. Right. You know, they could have easily put her in there with Ronda, started something there. Or uh, they could have, I, I don't know who else, I'm trying to think who else they, they probably could have put against real. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but Rita wanted Charlotte. So, um, uh, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. I hope it's the first match of the night, D. But I believe Bianca will, will retain right. this belt. And hopefully, you know, moving forward, they could do something a little better with Bianca. Yeah, I think Bianca retains. That's all I really got. I'm not interested in this match. No disrespect to Oscar, because Oscar has paid her dues. And she is a respected competitor in WWE. So not to say anything negative on her. But what are we going to do with Bianca Belair, Triple H? What are we going to do, WWE creative, with Bianca Belair? The fans are starting to turn on her. She's starting to catch stray bulls and things like that. She is a superstar talent. It is time for Bianca Belair to make some type of a change. It's time. Mm -hmm. It's time for some type of a change. But Bianca <coughs> Belair wins this match. All right, Black, real quick. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. All right, what do you get in this clash of the big men? I'm going to go Omos. Okay. I'm, I, I think they're gonna let Omos win. Okay. Because uh, Brock hadn't been winning nothing lately. No. You know, so and I they I see they probably trying to give Omos a little push, push. So this a little so this may look a little good. So I'm gonna go Omos uh in this one, D. You know what? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm gonna go Omos as well, uh, to defeat Brock Lenders. And you know what else I think happens? I think you get a reincarnation of the faction that MVP had going on with um, uh, Bobby Lashley and he's going to team up with Omos and Shelton Benjamin and uh, what were they called the um, their faction where they were all together um, um, hey I forgot what they was called I know what you're talking about dang it I can't think about it I forget it. what their faction was called but yeah, you know you know who I think's on the edge of joining them and, be, and, and coming not Shelton Benjamin and, and uh, uh, Alexander I think the Street Profits is going to be a part of this. Really? I think the Street Profits join forces with MVP, Omos, and Bobby Lashley and recreate that faction. I keep the, uh, what were they called, man? <laughs> I can't think. And they broke it up too soon. Yeah. They broke it up too soon. They, but, yeah. had, a, they had a little run. They had a decent run. Good. They had yeah. a decent run. So that's what I think is going to happen. All right. Um, Black Gunther defends the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. We kind of called this. That's what it was looking like. Who wins the Intercontinental Championship? It's going to be interesting. Do they keep pushing Gunther? Do they keep that belt on him and see what they can see what they really have with him? Because I feel like Gunther can 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 mess around and be a main inventor one day. Yeah. You know? Cause he's 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 ultra talented. I like uh, I like uh, his his character. Yeah. But Sheamus is just uh. He's one of those guys in WWE who's been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And to, it wouldn't hurt me to see him with the Intercontinental belt. But I'm going to say they keep this on Gunther and continue to ride that wave and him becoming a bigger superstar. I think at some point in time, when do we get Drew McIntyre back into the fold? When do we get Drew McIntyre back into the fold? Mm. It's time for Gunther to, Gunther to come off that IC title. It's time for him to come off of it so he can go to that main event status. Mm -hmm. I think Drew McIntyre kind of is still kind of gaining some steam back. 
him winning the Intercontinental Championship will help him do that. Mm-hmm. And then you send Gunther up the ladder. Um, is it? It's a triple threat, triple threat match. It's a triple threat. Okay, yeah. I only said Sheamus. I'm sorry, I only talked about Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheamus okay. ain't. Yeah, Sheamus oh, I like ain't Drew. Then. Yeah. I like Drew. You ain't say his name at first. I yeah, yeah, his name. yeah, yeah. Drew yeah. McIntyre wins it. Gunther moves up to heavyweight and in main event uh-huh. uh, status, and then Drew McIntyre kind of continues to get his steam back because he was white hot at one he point. He was. Time. Do you think they dropped the ball with that, or you think the exit think of Vince McMahon kind of really stalled that? Train I think it was a, a combination bit. of both. I think his injury. I think uh-huh. McMahon leaving because McMahon was a big McIntyre yes, he guy. Was. He was. And maybe Triple H don't see him like that. Maybe Triple H doesn't view him as that kind of guy because if he didn't win that championship against Roman in his home city. When they were out there in Wales, and that thing was rocking out there, and he didn't get it done, that let me know all I need to know. So, but I think he wins the IC title. All right, okay. Black Edge, Vin Balor, hell in a cell. This is the most unique match of WrestleMania. You're going to get something special here visually watching this matchup. Black, what do you expect to see? Who wins the match? Well, I hope it's. I hope this one is your main event on Saturday night. Mm, okay. I hope this main event, but we know championships usually main event tonight. So sure. I'm going. This one is going to be interesting. I think. I think we could potentially have like the old school days on our hand here. I'm. I'm hoping we could see somebody fly off the top of the cage. This type of. I, I just feel like this is gonna be a good one with with uh with Edge and Vin Balor, and then you know he's gonna probably bring out the Demon King, yes, that, sir. that whole that whole thing, the whole storyline with them. But I think it ends here. This is the grand oh, finale yeah, this of this. Is it. This is it. So you gotta believe it's gonna be the best one. This is it. So I'm 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 going to go with Vin Balor in this one. Oh, I'm gonna take Vin Balor and the Demon King. I think they get it done. Wow. I think they're going to. I I really think. This judgment day thing, judgment day thing they're doing is going to be a big deal, and I think they want to keep that rock, keep that rock and rolling. So I'm going to take Vin Balor to win this match. All right, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna take Edge. I'm gonna take Edge to get it done. Edge has not had the opportunity to have his hand raised at WrestleMania in quite some time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is rumored to be his last run. Okay. Uh, SummerSlam is his last contractual obligation. Um, with WWE and either he can walk away or he can retire or he can do whatever he wants to do and I think Edge is going to get this I think Edge is going to pull out and he's really good at doing this he's going to pull out um, all stops to give you something special mm-hmm. and so was Vin Balor when we get whatever, whatever version Demon King that we're going to get I'm looking forward to it I think Edge comes out on top but you know what I think this match is grueling I think it's going to be a grueling match. I think that we're going to get a lot of oohs and a lot of ahs. And I think that this is the perfect kind of send-off for Edge, perhaps being on the WrestleMania stage for the last time. All hey, right. I, and I seen something on Bleacher Report in the, you know, the community, WWE community mm-hmm. that people were saying that People want to see if they will bring back the old style cage from back in the Attitude Era hmm. and those days of The Undertaker and Mankind. People was saying this could if they could do that, bring that back, man. This 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 uh Edge and Vin Balor, Hell in the Cell could be a classic. I don't think they do that. Mm-hmm. I think WWE is all about evolving. <laughs> um, so you might get a different style of a cage. Hell in the yeah. Cell might be a black cage because mm-hmm. it's been red recently. They had switched it red, 
And then, you know, they did some little stuff here and there. So it could be an all-black cage this time. So okay. that's what they do. But we'll see. All right, let's speed it up a little bit, man, with the WrestleMania stuff. I'm not even going to get into the women's tag team title match. No disrespect to Becky Lynch because we're fans of yours. Trish Stratus and Leah, y'all are legends. Uh, whatever they got going on with Bailey and all that, I really don't <laughs> understand. No disrespect, but we're going to go ahead and move on. Black. We got a Fatal 4 tag match with Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. No disrespect to those gentlemen, but I'll probably be watching the Final Four while that match is on. Black. Three matches left. Let's get to it. Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. I am excited. I am excited that Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio are going to have history made on a WrestleMania stage. The first ever father and son to compete against each other outside of Shane and Vince, compete against each other on the main stage. Mysterio off record said he has wanted this more than anything to pass the baton to his son on the grandest stage of them all. And I'm happy for the Mysterio family, if you can look past the storyline. But I'm happy for the Mysterio family. Mm. This is going to be a legendary moment. And this is Dominic Mysterio's time. If he's going to show the world that he's legit, and he's got the goods, and he can elevate up to more uh, compelling and serious storylines, and possibly get into some championship discussions, he has to deliver against the legendary, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Ray Mysterio. Black, how do you feel about this match? Mysterio, what? Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Well, I hate I miss SmackDown when he when it was good. Ray Mysterio was hit good. him in his hit him in his mouth. So yeah, I'm glad I missed that. But D, I'm with you on this one, man. I think this one is gonna be very, very good. And I do believe I do think that Ray Mysterio passes the torch. I think I believe this is Dominic's time. Everything he's been doing with the judgment day and, and his character himself and the whole storyline with Good him stuff. and his dad, man, it's been amazing. Good stuff. It's, it hasn't been boring or nothing about it. It's all been good. And Ray Mysterio finna go into the Hall of Fame the night the night before. He is. You know, so that in itself, man, says a lot right there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dominic to win this match mm -hmm. and like you say, propel him into some bigger things. Maybe United States in yeah. a carton or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And get him into some title talk. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is Dominic's time. I think Ray passes the torch. But before he passes that torch, Dominic Mysterio is going to get a first-hand lesson just exactly how good his pops is. <laughs> That's what he's going to get. Looking forward to the match. I have Dominic Mysterio beating his father at WrestleMania and propelling him to the next level. All right. Two more matches to talk about. And these are potentially the biggest matches on the card as far as star power. Let's go to the tag teams, unified tag team titles of the world. My guys, the greatest of all time. That's right. This is the greatest tag team ever. The Usos, Jimmy and Jay, defend the titles against Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. This storyline has been in the making for one year. Black, do the titles change hands? Do the Usos finally go down? Or do Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, don't get it done? Who wins, Black? What you think? Man, this storyline's been amazing. It really has grown on me, man. It took me some time. It I did. know you've been on it oh, from, 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 the from, from the beginning. beginning. From the beginning. But man, it's been, it's been so entertaining to watch this storyline break. Uh, come to fruition and yes. then where we are now yes um man, i could just imagine how raw is going to be tonight you could I, I i i'm just i'm just ecstatic but d i believe 
we know wrestling is what it is. I believe things are going to be broken up. Mm. I think it's time. It's been a long, good ride. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Usos lose this match and lose their belts on on WrestleMania. And I also believe this. I believe these matches are going to be co-main event and then main event at WrestleMania on Sunday. I think it's going to be the, the tag team championships are going to be the co-main and then Roman Reigns and um, um, Cody. Cody are going is going to be the main event. I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and this storyline has taken me on such an emotional roller coaster where at this point, I don't know what's going to happen. Earlier, I was talking that this is going to be coming to an end. The bloodline has been running strong for a significant amount of time. But Black, the storyline seems like it's just getting good. It seems like so many things are happening, man, with this storyline, with this bloodline, especially with this. I'm going to get right to it because I could go on and on and on about this. All right. I'm going to agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. I think Owens and Sammy by hook or by crook get it done I think they become your new tag team champions because the dissension in the bloodline is not for nothing we haven't seen the issues with Jay and Roman and we it wasn't for nothing so we can't go back that everything is good when it seems like it's good I'm not going to be fooled here by WWE I think it starts off with the bloodline beginning to crumble with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens becoming the new universal unified tag team champions of the world. But I think this match is going to be hella explosive. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is going to be explosive how this thing goes down. Owens and Zayn, they become your new tag team champions. God! (laughs) <laughs> All right, man. Let's close this thing out. I know we've been on this thing, but hey, this is WrestleMania, man. This is what we do every year. Mm-hmm. We breaking down the card. Black, the main event, the very best in the business, the pound for pound number one attraction in all of wrestling. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, puts the Universal and WWE titles on the line. Against a plumber son. <laughs> the legendary Dusty Rhodes son, Cody Rhodes, finally gets his opportunity at a world championship. True fact here. This is Cody Rhodes' first ever world championship match, AEW or WWE. First ever one-on-one match. Black. <laughs> what we got, man? Rhodes I, or Reigns? Who wins this one, man? D man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <gasps> I was, I'm sitting here thinking now. Even you were saying we are getting the best of this, of this, uh, this storyline. Yeah, man. Now, and could we have a situation where the Usos lose their belt and Roman don't? Yes. And I got to thinking about that. And could that be the, what caused the rift mm. in the bloodline? Mm-hmm. 
I'm all for I'm all for the entertainment when it comes to the WWE. I'm for all the storylines. And I've learned my lesson with Roman Reigns. <laughs> I see him like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Until he gets beat, I don't think no one is going to do it. I love the American Nightmare uh, Cody Rhodes. I love him. He's a big deal. But I'm going to go Roman Reigns keeps the belts. And I think the story continues to unfold like you said. I went back and forth with this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still going back and forth with this. And I said who is equipped to beat Roman? We've been asking this question for quite some time. Who is equipped to steal his thunder? And I want, I want, I want to believe it could be Cody, but I don't believe it. <laughs> There's nothing that has happened to make me believe that, man. Nothing. Reigns will retain. Reigns will retain, and this storyline will continue through SummerSlam before I think Reigns will lose it at SummerSlam. Mm. I think the buildup between just the breakdown of the loss from the Usos, what's going to be happening with the Usos' brother, Paul Heyman, dissension, because WWE, Triple H is smart. You got to tear it down brick by brick. You just can't blow it up on one spot. Nah, look here, man. Okay, talk to me. <laughs> talk to me, huh? Look here. Nah, I know this WrestleMania. It is. It's WrestleMania. We in LA, right? Don't say it. <laughs> I know what you' about to say. Listen to me. If this, I'm just going off what I'm getting you. I'm giving. I'm finna put off the energy you just gave me, now. Nah. I know what you' about to say. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> If it continues, D. Because SummerSlam is big time, too. Absolutely. Right? You would say big right event. up under WrestleMania, yeah, big correct? Event. Big event. Is it any potential that we get the rock? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I've been thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. And the yes. storyline yes. ends yes. with The Rock yes. versus Reigns yes. at SummerSlam. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought about it yesterday because I was watching, uh, they was showing a commercial and I said, WrestleMania's in LA. Hollywood. Could this be like a cold theme for The Rock to return in Hollywood to confront Reigns? <laughs> Could you see Reigns beating Cody And then you hear that If you smack Cause I don't think I don't think Rock would interfere With the match with Cody No 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 not, Never that No 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 After I think it's Reigns gonna be the wins, end I think it's gonna be the end he's celebrating could you get the rock return? I believe we could. Oh I believe my we could. god. We were gonna do a three hour episode. Me, and listen to me, if that happens, I think I'm gonna <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna have to get Brittany to call you said she rushed me to the hospital, my boy. Bro. Because you just don't want no anybody You're right. to end. You're right, you're right. You, it can't the be anybody. Run. It can't be anybody. 
All right, now. All right. We're going to see WrestleMania this weekend. Hey, all my wrestling heads, I know y'all love this. This was for y'all, man. WrestleMania uh, uh, is this weekend, uh, April 1st and April 2nd, man, on Peacock, man. We highly encourage you, man. Even if you're not the biggest wrestling fan, if you want to see some good sports entertainment and some theatrics and, and, and just some great visuals, man, check out, man, WrestleMania, hey, you man. Know what, check bro, it out. Forget that, bro. Uh, I'm coming Sunday. <laughs> I'm coming Sunday. The kids okay. just gonna have to chill. All right. All I'm coming right. Sunday, hey, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm on it, bro. I'm, I'm on coming it, over Sunday, bro. I'm I can't it, do man. Saturday, bro. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. For the, even for the potential, bro. I feel you, Cause bro. Because you, I didn't even, D, I wouldn't even thought about I, I, the storyline getting uh, better. And I'm like, man, you just I've ain't been, gonna have no anybody in this it, thing. I've been thinking about it, man. <laughs> it's Hollywood, baby. What happened in Hollywood? And that's where he at. The stars come out in Hollywood, my boy. I've been thinking it, bro. <laughs> but you, you forced me to talk about it, bro. I'm gonna put it out there. There it go. All right, man. WrestleMania 39 this weekend. We're gonna talk about everything that takes place on next week's show. What you got? Oh, man. Cody versus Solo tonight. Oh, <laughs> just got the alert. <laughs> oh, okay. Cody versus Solo tonight on Raw. I'm pretty <sighs> sure that's gonna be the main event. Oh, the build up, man. <laughs> the build up is good here. The build up is good here. <gasps> All right, Black. We're gonna come out of WWE, man. Let's talk about the NFL for real quick, man. Oh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Information has come out that apparently on March the second, he requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, nothing much has really came forth with it. Black, how are you feeling real quick on just where we are? We're getting all this conversation from the Ravens and from Lamar and the NFLPA issuing out a letter to the NFL teams. Hey, don't negotiate with a non-licensed representative from Lamar Jackson. Lamar says that ain't true. Like, what is this? What is this, man? I, I, I don't know, man. I was in the barbershop today getting my hair cut, and I just was talking to my barber. I was like, man... I feel like these owners and they trying to, you know, change the narrative again and trying to make Lamar the example about this guaranteed money. You know, you've been hearing that and I just don't know what to think about the storyline because like you said, we got an alert today about a trade being requested. Then after uh, two hours after that, we got that Harbaugh is in, at the owners meeting is talking to the media saying Lamar's not going anywhere and then after that a couple of hours we get that Lamar is still in conversations with Baltimore so I don't know what to believe with this was what's going on in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson yeah but the man just give the man his money that's all I can get him his money D he's done everything he needed to do every other quarterback that's done everything they needed to do outside of winning a Super Bowl forgive me He's he's won a, a unanimous MVP. He deserves his money. Give him his money, whatever the number is. I know this has a lot to do with how them trying to change the narrative and then Deshaun getting all that guaranteed money and they don't want to do that again. I, I understand it, but look at what he's done compared to what Deshaun has done. Deshaun hasn't won a unanimous MVP. He hasn't been like one of the most electric, fine quarterbacks in the league, which Lamar has been. Get him his money. I'm tired of seeing all the bike and forth. D. Hopefully, we can get a story that is going to be the real thing. Cause in a matter, and then in, in this day, we just got three different alerts today about what's going on around Lamar Jackson, and, and, and it's crazy that all this is going on. D. I hope it can come to an end and they can get a deal done. If he's going to stay, or they're going to let him go. 
you know, but if 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 he's not going to be there, I would love to see him with the 49ers. I would love to see him with the Coasters. I think that'll make the division very, very entertaining. I would love to see him in both of those places, and those have been the teams who he's been leaked to. So I'm just ready for Lamar to get paid so he can move on from this and continue to play football. This is disgusting, man. I'm tired of it. Like you, Lamar is the example out of no, out of all of a sudden because of Deshaun Watson's contract, mm. the fully guaranteed contract. This is this is what this is what this is really about. Mm. This is what the owners are colluding about because you can't prove collusion. You can't. You can't prove it. But this is what this is what's happening. And I hope Lamar continues to stand on his ten. And I hope somebody out there look at the Baltimore Ravens' ownership and they say, you know what the hell with y'all, man? This kid right here can make us better. If this. Man, Lamar Jackson end up in San Francisco? <laughs> you can forget about it, though. Because Kyle Shannon, let's call it what it is with Kyle. Oh, my goodness. Let's call it what it is with Kyle. Pound for pound, that's the best coach in the league, man. Mm. For what he's been able to No disrespect to Andy Reid. No disrespect to Andy because... Football uh, mind. Offensive mind. Oh. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. This man has built the 49ers literally brick by brick. And they are relevant with no disrespect to Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo got him to the Super Bowl. The next year he knocked on the door, a drive away from getting back to, to the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And this year, Brock Purdy. <laughs> so what you think he'll do with Lamar Jackson, bro? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I'm sick of it, man. I don't want to see Lamar in the Ravens uniform. I don't. Because this is what the man got to go through. Yeah, I don't want to see bro. him in a Ravens uniform. I want him to be dearly departed. And you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing him in a San Francisco 49ers uniform. I would not mind seeing that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that would do for the league? Kyle Shanahan, Lamar Jackson. Hey, that might be rich for thinking, but that's just where I'm at, man. So the update, the situation, man, is just ugly, man. You wouldn't like to see him with the coach going up against Trevor and come on, we, we need some type of sign. I don't think division. the I don't think that the Colts are I don't think that's an attractive spot for me to see Lamar. That's just me. Okay. I just don't think that's an attractive spot. When we watch football every weekend, mm-hmm. even though we have our teams and we have our favorite players, the most critical thing that we look, the matchups of the week. The matchups of the week. Huh? You mean to tell me that if you look down on your phone, man, and you got the 49ers at the Bengals? Mm. Or you got the 49ers at the Chiefs? Or you got the 49ers uh, 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 against the Cowboys? We're talking about box office now. Yeah. I don't think Lamar and the Colts are box office. Would the Colts be better? Absolutely. But I'm talking about the fan in me. The fan in me. Okay. We'll like to see him. And I think the thing about the 49ers is that Kyle Shanahan is a run first coach. He would get the absolute best out of him. You know, he would get the best out of him. But D, it's going to cost a healthy penny. They got it. <laughs> I mean, it. they go—they go, they they go have to give up a lot. They got it to get Lamar, man. They so got it. I seen Brock Purdy and Trey Lance on out there, man. And I'm like, if and the reason why I want to see him in Baltimore, but I know it's, it's still gonna be kind of salty and sour there, kind of nasty. But I want him to stay because no Lamar, Baltimore won't be rele- irrelevant to me. They dug their grave, bro. They're digging their grave with him. And you always want to see, like you just said, you always want to see 
the Baltimore Ravens on the bill. Yeah, man. Because they've always been around. Good franchise. Good franchise. Very good. Very good. But if Very you lose good. Lamar, what do you have? What do you have to look forward to with the Ravens? Right. You know, so right. I'm all for it, D. I, ho- I just hope it comes to an end for Lamar's sake. For Lamar's this, sake, this yep. whole thing is it's crazy. Has been nasty to even watch, D. It's crazy, and man. I'm just ready for it to uh, uh, go to where it needs to be and needs to end. Yeah, I agree with you, man. So we'll keep you updated on Lamar Jackson uh, situation, man. Hopefully, be signed soon. All right, real quick, man. Last bit of NFL news. Of course, the draft is coming up April twenty sixth and twenty seventh, I believe. Um, so we'll get more in depth with the draft as we get closer and closer. Black Ezekiel Elliott, uh, cut by my Dallas Cowboys just a few weeks ago, but he has reemerged as a you know a running back favorite for some pretty good football teams. The Kansas City Chiefs are linked to him. The Cincinnati Bengals are linked to him. Still a possibility of him re-signing with the Cowboys on a lesser deal is still open up for him black Miami Dolphins have been leaked to him as well black what is a New York Jets as well I mean he had a I guess that's a lot of suitors out there who are looking for what Zeke is now where would you like to see Ezekiel Elliott play next year with his new role let's call it what it is he'll be a third down back mm-hmm. short yardage back first down back first yeah, down man. uh touchdown in the red zone back and he got a lot of touchdowns for the Cowboys last year mm-hmm. where would you like to see Ezekiel Elliott for the football fan in me and the drum, I'm gonna say the Eagles. <laughs> but, but, I would love to see him land with the Jets. Okay. Because you have an up and coming emerging guy in Bryce Hall, who just coming off of ACL. Uh, James Robinson left for New England. Yeah. And so, what's gonna be your situation there? You're going to ride Bryce Hall coming off that ACL? Why not bring a guy like Zeke in? And if Rodgers is the quarterback, what a help that would be for Rodgers having experience in the backfield. And then a young Bryce Hall, you can bring along the way. I like him with the Jets. D, I hope that can happen. But for the drama and the fan of me, I hope it's Philly. Man, look here, man. If I ever see this man in a in a Philadelphia Eagles uniform, man, I I, I I really don't know. I really don't know, man. I really don't know what I would think about that, man. So I don't want to think about that unless it becomes reality. But I would like to I would like to see Zeke go home to Cincinnati. Okay, he's from that Big Ten area. He's from the uh uh he's from Ohio. Um. I think he would look good in those Bengals colors. I think they need some additional running back help. Um, I just think that him back in his element where he went to school and a different change of scenery, a different conference, the Bengals are loaded. (laughs) He really won't have any massive expectations like he had in Dallas. I mean, Joe Burrow, we know who he is and we know what he's about. We've seen it for the last two years. He's somebody to definitely be taken severely seriously mm-hmm. in the NFL. They got good coaching with Zach Taylor. And I would like to see him just in a different type of environment. And I think he would thrive probably in that Big Ten uh, atmosphere. Got a lot of people who will come out to see him. And uh, being a short yard, short yardage, first down, third down, goal line back for the Bengals will pay dividends <clears throat> for them. So yep. that's where I'm going to go. I, I don't want to see him with the Jets. Um, Not even if Rodgers there? I don't think he needs that. He just came from Dallas. You're going to go to New York and get caught up in whatever they're going to be having going be on in New York? Out there, man. It will be, but I'm just looking for what is the best fit for Zeke? 
What is the best fit for him? I think it's Cincinnati. Yeah, and I and, and the reason why I say the Jets because he still he still will have the opportunity to somewhat be the man and prove that he still could be a good back, with, especially with the injury with Bryce Hall. You know, I don't know how Bryce Hall is gonna his recovery going to be. Is he even going to be ready for the start of the season? And right. they're going to need a back. And you know, I, I'm not sure if one of these these third or fourth backs that they got are going to be the guy. Why not bring in a guy like Z? Especially if you, okay. especially if you're going to have a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Just at the helm being the quarterback. I feel you. I feel you. And you know, we'll see how it plays out. But he he has some great options. Yeah, he does. To choose he definitely from. Definitely does. So, um, let's see how Zeke makes his moves, and we're looking to get a decision. Uh, hopefully by the end of the week with Ezekiel Elliott. All right. All right, man. So those are our icebreakers for the week, man. Um, we really got into some things, man. Spent the first hour of the show <laughs> really getting into some icebreakers, man, for sure. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and transition over into the National Basketball. Association, we do have some things that we have to cover because black, it's almost that time of year. It's almost time for the playoffs, man. Lakers are fire. <laughs> it's time once again. Trapaholics Mixtapes. All right, Black. Black, we are a less than a week, a week and a half away from the regular season wrapping up in the NBA. Uh, me personally, I love the NFL playoffs. I think the NFL playoffs provide some, God, man, some very good quarterly uh, 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 competitive competitions in the NFL playoffs. But in the NBA, Nothing sounds better to me than game one. <laughs> and we all know what a game seven represents, man. man. I love the theater of the NBA playoffs because you get a different scenario each game. Each game, man. So we're excited. We're getting ready for the playoffs. Me and Black will be doing the NBA playoff preview show next week as we encounter the playoffs which are scheduled to kick off on April the 8th. But before we get there, Black, let's go ahead and get down to the particulars uh, in the NBA. Black, let's go ahead and start off in the Western Conference with that playoff picture, picture, man. So yesterday, man, LeBron James made his return to the Los Angeles Lakers. But Black, our Lakers uh, ended up going down yesterday to <laughs> really a, a red-hot Le- shooting LeBron Chicago James. Bulls team who just seemed like everybody was Steph Curry. Everybody just all of a sudden couldn't miss a shot for the Chicago Bulls yesterday against the Los Angeles Lakers, but it is what it is. Black, our Lakers are sitting at ninth as of right now at 37 and 38. They are literally two games out of the fourth seed. The fourth seed, excuse me, they are two games out of the fifth seed in the Western Conference. Let's go ahead and start at the top. Denver has clinched the playoff spot. Grizzlies have clinched the playoff spot. The Sacramento Kings can clinch a playoff spot on Monday night. So those are your top three seeds, followed by Phoenix at four, the Clippers at five, Golden State at six. Your playing teams, Minnesota at seven, Pelicans at eight, Lakers at nine, OKC at 10, with the Trailblazers, excuse me, with the Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks sitting on the outside of the play-in. Black, let's start at the top of the Western Conference. 
Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento. Black, are those your clear-cut three best teams right now as we get ready to go into the final week of the regular yeah, D, I think those those are the three cut three best teams in the West right now. Um, Denver has gotten back to their winning ways. The middle, I mean, uh, Memphis since Jaws been back, they've been looking really good. I seen the game where they scored one hundred and fifty one points or something like that. And so, and then the Sacramento Kings, they've dropped a couple here lately, but um, I expect them to continue to hold on to that third spot and continue some winning. But I really like the Kings in this top three. It's, it's, it's going to be different seeing them in the playoffs and what matchup they get. So I'm very interested in the uh, Sacramento Kings and how they're going to look. I believe that uh, their coach, I always forget his name. For who? Too, Sacramento Kings. Mike Brown. Mike Brown, I feel like he should be coach of the year, man. To do what he's done with uh, the Sacramento Kings, has them as a top three team, I think that's a big deal, D. But I absolutely agree that these three teams are the best teams in the West right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Denver has rebounded for sure. They went through a struggle last week. I knew that they would be okay. Um, Jokic is back playing to that elite MVP level. They're healthy. Uh, Murray has just been outstanding, man. Ever since he had that game in New York a couple of weeks ago against the Knicks, he's really been doing his thing. So Gordon and and, Port, and uh, 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 Michael Porter Jr., um, they just really – have had some good basketball. It sucks that we're not going to get Jokic versus Embiid part two on Monday. Um, but, you know, Embiid is out. We're going to talk about that in a second. But the top of the West, I feel good about that. Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento, they're going to stand packed. All right. Phoenix, the Clippers, and Golden State. That's your next uh, uh, level in the Western Conference. Phoenix should be getting Kevin Durant. Rumored that he could be back Thursday. Thursday that Kevin Durant could be back. He's already training and conditioning. Get ready to come back out. Black. Are the Phoenix Suns a Kevin Durant away from jumping into that conversation where, hey, they need to be discussed as definitely a top-tier option to come out of the Western Conference? They're going to have him going into the playoffs, absolutely. I think the only concern with me, D, with the the Phoenix Suns is defensively in the playoffs. You know, are they going to be able to – to tighten up defensively. I know Kevin Durant is a great defender, but I don't know about everybody else. Okay. You know, the they're going to be able to score at a clip. They're going to be able to score now. But we know in the playoffs it becomes a half-court basketball game. And you you have to play some type of defense to give yourself a good shot. But they could they, they could prove me wrong and not score everybody they play, D. Mm-hmm. They could. But, of course, with Kevin Durant, of course they're going to be one of the teams to beat in the Western Conference. Just want to see how he's going to look if it's Thursday, how he come back, get himself back in game shape, just like LeBron has to, and then head into the playoffs, you already know what we'll probably get from Kevin Durant. I think he's going to be ready to rock and roll. So you have to say they're going to be a contender to uh, to win it all in the West, D. Yeah, I'm with you, man. You get Kevin Durant back, now you're in a different type of conversation. You're in a different conversation, man. Kevin, can Kevin Durant come back and get acclimated? Yes, he can. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, they're going to do the same thing when they get back with their teams. Kevin Durant's in a much better situation than LeBron. Mm. Kevin Durant team is already ready to go for the playoffs. Devin Booker is playing at a high level. Chris Paul is understanding the assignment, as they say, where they're going to lack, like you said, defense and depth. That's where they're going to lack. DeAndre Ayton, is he going to be available? And is he going to is he going to be a service to the Phoenix Suns? Because he's going to be the key. Mm-hmm. Defensively? He, he's, yeah. He's okay. going to have to be the anchor defensively. Okay. And you know what? I don't know if he can do that. <clears throat> Jaron Jackson is over there who could potentially be the defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Jokic could potentially be the MVP. Uh, so bonus for the Sacramento. Hey, listen. 
It's some bigs out there in the yeah. West that can really have their way against the Phoenix Suns. And that could be the reason they go home in the second round. Mm-hmm. Because if they go up, up go up against a team where inside that DeAndre Ayton won't be a factor, Kevin Durant can, can score 50 every night. But if you're getting <laughs> out-rebounded and you're not having no presence in the, on the inside, you're going home and, in the playoffs. And you got you to gotta, you gotta really think that Ayton has to realize it. And if I'm Monty Williams, I'm telling Ayton, like, look, offensively, we really ain't going to need much from you. Rebounds. And like you defense. said, the defense. Block shot. Block shot. We, we, we need that from you. You know, you got to go up against guys like, like you said, Darren, I mean, Jared Jackson and, and Luca. You have to set the tone defensively with those big guys down, down under the paint. You have to set the tone because you're not going to get many touches offensively. I don't expect him to get see the ball too much, especially when it comes to playoff time, D. Yeah. So he definitely has to be thinking that. And if I'm Monty, Will- Monty Williams, I'm drilling that in his head. Like, bro, we need you defensively. You're going to set the tone defensively for us. Right, right. I agree with you. Well said. I agree with you about DeAndre Ayton, man. And uh, we're going to have to wait and see. All right, Golden State is just Golden State. They priming. They getting ready. Tough loss to them last night against yeah. the Timberwolves. I really didn't understand that. When I went to bed, they Suck, was up man. 10 in the fourth quarter. I woke up this morning, they lose by six. Carl Anthony Thompson came back playing good. Two games, he didn't look good. He didn't look real good. I wasn't Dang. really sure, but, hey, he said he ready to go. And they could be getting Edwards back against who? You guessed it, the Lakers on Thursday night. The Lakers, I mean, Friday night, where Edwards could be set to return. So you could have a full strength. Minnesota Timberwolves against the Los Angeles Lakers on Friday night in Minnesota. Looking forward to that game. We'll get to the Lakers in a second. Black, the Los Angeles Clippers, man. They took a big, big, big loss last week with Paul George going down. Freakish leg injury. Thank goodness Paul George doesn't need surgery. He just needs a little bit of time off, some rehab. He could be back in two weeks. The thing is, he could miss the first round of the playoffs, all right? If that is the case currently right now, the the uh, Los Angeles Clippers will be facing the Phoenix Suns in the four and the five matchup. Black, could the Clippers withstand not having Paul George, especially if they go up against a Phoenix Sun team that will be welcoming back Kevin Durant in the first round? D-Day will not. Right. They need Paul George going up against a Kevin Durant and um, a Devin Booker, you need yes. both of your defenders there to deal with that. If it's one, if it's one team equipped to defensively to deal with them, it got to be Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody else in the West is, is going to be equipped to cause them any problems. If you know, if it's like that, you know, and I don't, I don't, and and I don't think that. Uh, I don't believe that the Clippers can outscore the Suns, Mm-mm. so they're gonna have to get stops. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to d up, and you need Paul George for that because Kawhi can't do it himself. Mm-mm. You know, I and, and I know you, they have Westbrook there, but he's an energy guy, and you don't know no, what he's gonna no. bring no, uh, night in and night out. He can't they can't do nothing. So <laughs> they they need him, and man. Uh, I don't know if they, they the remaining schedule they drop a few or they stay in that spot, but. It's going to be interesting to see, D, because it's, they, it's still games left. They could drop a few and drop out of the fifth spot. Um, yeah, they who, could. who knows? Min- with the Minnesota right and now. the Warriors could move up. Yeah. You know, anything can happen these, this last week, going into this last week, D, with these games left. So, 
But for me, if they see the Suns, it's one and done. They going to the house. Yeah, they're in trouble, man. I don't think the Clippers make it out the first round either way. As currently constructed right now, they will face Phoenix. Even if they flip-flop with Golden State, which I think that's going to happen. I think the Golden State will surpass the Clippers, and we could get that Phoenix and uh, Golden State first-round mm-hmm. matchup. But even then, the Clippers will have to deal with Sacramento at that 3-6 and six spot. I don't think they can beat Sacramento. Without Paul George? Without Paul George, no. Okay. I, I don't think they can. I think Sacramento is a really good basketball team who is well-coached, even if they drop into the play-in. I just don't think the scenario for the Clippers is working in their favor. Mm-hmm. They got to hope Paul George can heal fast and get back fast. If he cannot, they will go home in the first round. And I'm talking about in a five-gamer. Mm. I just don't see Kawhi being able to hold it down against Booker and Durant. But you don't think they got enough pieces with Kawhi to even I don't see it. Terrence, call Sacramento a problem? Terrence Mann had a lot of potential, but then he digressed when they brought in Russell Westbrook. Do you trust Westbrook? No, you don't. Who is going to run along with Kawhi? I'm talking about if Kawhi giving you 35, somebody got to give you 28, 29. Mm. That's what's going to have to happen. And I just don't see it for the Clippers. Bad break losing Paul George. Yeah, man. Now, if they can get him back, then we can have another conversation. But as currently constructed right now and what they are saying about when Paul George can return, it had to be a deep first-round matchup with even potential second-round matchup. It's not looking good for the Clippers, man. All right, let's go into the play-in, man. Right now, your seventh seed is the Minnesota Timberwolves, your eighth seed is the New Orleans Pelicans. Your ninth seed is the Lakers, and your tenth seed is Oklahoma City. So right now, if the plan was to start, you would get the Timberwolves, and you would get New Orleans and one uh, seventh and eighth matchup. And then your ninth and tenth matchup would be Lakers and OKC. Black Lakers tough loss yesterday against Chicago, but they get it back. They get an opportunity to run it back with them on Wednesday, and then you got the Timberwolves on Friday, and then I forget who we play on Sunday, uh, but it is a big matchup uh, that we have on Sunday as well. Black, the Lakers have the pieces, man. We see them play games. We see Anthony Davis, LeBron, and I knew, and I said it yesterday Bringing LeBron Braun back is going to set us back, man, to try to get him back acclimated. And that's what happened. You saw that Anthony Davis went back to what? Watching LeBron. When LeBron is out there, it's like Anthony Davis just goes to, oh, what's LeBron going to do? He didn't try to assert himself as dominant. He wasn't on the boards. He just pissed me off yesterday. The Lakers shooting got them back in the game twice yesterday. Matter of fact, in the fourth quarter, they had got it down to seven. And then next thing you know, they go to Bulls again, can't miss. And then where was the defense at? Uh-huh. Vanderbilt, Troy Brown, Entremore didn't even play yesterday. Didn't even play yesterday. Just not a great performance in LeBron's return. Am I going to trip on the Bulls game? I'm not. I'm not going to trip because what we have up. We got the Bulls again on Wednesday in Chicago, and then we go to Minnesota on Friday. You get those two games, and now you're back into the seventh spot. You got the tiebreaker old in New Orleans Pelicans. And they are right now one game up with you just in the uh, uh, loss column. So that's where we are. Black, the play-in tournament, it is what it is. But are the Los Angeles Lakers going to stay put in the play-in tournament with seven games to go? Or do they advance to possibly getting that sixth seed with a matchup against the Kings in the first round? Man, I just want them to get it. I just want them to get in by any means necessary, man. However the road leads them. Just let them get in because this scenario, I really don't like it. I'm mad about the Bulls game, D. Because okay. that's a game I feel like you need it because I was sitting I was sitting up last night uh, 
watching the Minnesota and Warriors game, hoping, I mean, Minnesota, uh, yeah, Minnesota and Warriors game, hoping Minnesota will lose, but the Warriors let me down. And then you got to play this team. You got to go there. These five games on the road, D, are the most important games of the season. Mm-hmm. You have to have these games, and 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 this is with Chicago. You get Chicago again. Mm-hmm. It starts with Chicago in Chicago. Then you go to Minnesota, and then you got Houston, and then I think it's uh I believe the Jazz is the last game. You got Phoenix before, before the, that. No, I'm saying no. Phoenix not in this five. Oh, oh my Phoenix bad. is at home. Yeah. It's the, it's the they go to Utah and then they go back home after Utah. Right. So they have to have these games do where they drop one they could because that's what the Lakers been dropping games that I feel like they should be be winning. Like, I had to stop watching it because Chicago came out there Guns high. blazing, man. Guns blazing. I'm like, oh, my God. And we couldn't buy a shot. Like, D, I don't understand. Like I told you when we talked about them yesterday, I just need them all on the court. D'Angelo Russell, man, this is the second time here. He'll be back. This is the second time I need you back. I need I need the horses in the race, D, who going to be there for the playoffs so we can see what we got. We truly, we know the pieces we have, but we hadn't seen them play together on the same court. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen it, and I need to see it. Now, I need them Wednesday to go out there and just repay what they got from the Bulls on Sunday. Especially Pat They don't Bell. need to be playing around. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure LeBron going to be a lot more assertive in this game, and hopefully AD can tighten up. And think LeBron shooting. starts? I don't. I I, I don't know. Wednesday? I don't know. He he potentially could. I'm hoping D'Lo be back, and if so, we can get it. Then yeah, if D'Lo's back, then yeah, I want to see the starting five that we're going to go into the playoffs with. These games, you have to have these games because the teams around you, it's potential games that they could lose. You got, you got, um, you got the Clippers. They got the Bulls tonight. Who said the Bulls stay hot and they beat the Clippers? That could happen. You got um, tomorrow. You got uh, the Clippers. No, the Warriors and the Pelicans or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, that's a big time game. Either one of them can take an L for me. You own a tiebreaker over the Pelicans. You don't owe the tiebreaker over Minnesota, so you need Minnesota to lose. And you play them. You play them um, on Wednesday, on Friday. So I think they played four times already. D and Minnesota's won one two mm-hmm. out of the, out of the three that they've played. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, D. I'm just I know it's a lot of scenarios in this last week that's gonna that's gonna happen. Do I want them in the play in? No. But if that's if if that's the case and where it happens to be, then okay. Long as they get in with an opportunity to be in the playoffs. I'm gonna keep mine short and simple, man. I don't I don't I don't care what it is. Play in, six C, I don't care. I'm gonna say this with full confidence without stepping outside my means right now. I'll do that next week. If the Lakers are healthy and we're ready to go, which we will. And we get into this playoff, if we come knocking on your door for a game one, let's go. I firmly believe that LeBron and Anthony Davis will accept the challenge and lead this talented roster that is around us going into a first-round matchup. I don't care if we go into Memphis. I don't care if we go into Sacramento. It does not matter. I don't even care if we go into Denver. The Lakers are the most dangerous team that teams are not going to want to play. You mean to tell me if you're the Sacramento Kings, you had a hell of a good year and you secured the three seed, you got a first round playoff uh, matchup at the house. And oh boy, who do you welcome into town? Oh my God, you welcome in the greatest of all time. 
And you bring in Anthony Davis on any given night as a top five player in this league. You bring in a revamped three-point three shooting, defending perimeter from the Los Angeles Lakers. But it sounds good, doesn't it? Everything I just said, it, it sound good, Laker Nation. But the reality is, if Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr., cannot assert the role that we need him, the Lakers will go home in the play-in. They won't make it to the playoffs. I'm not going to lie to myself about this team because they haven't shown me just yet. Even though it looks like we're going to three-game winning streak here and it looks like we're turning the corner, but then we're dealing with another injury. Now we got to bring back Brian. Now we got to bring back D'Lo. But if you look at this team, Minnesota, the Pelicans, OKC, who's a very good basketball team, very young, and they're going to be problems in the league for years to come. If you're one of those top three seeds in the West, you don't want the Los Angeles Lakers coming to your building for a game one. You don't want that. And I hope that we are right about what can happen with this team. The next three games are very, very critical. I think the next four games are going to determine where exactly everybody is. Because after that, you only have two games left. So that's where I stand with my Lakers. I want them in by any means necessary. And if they get in, I'm going to take LeBron at his word from what he said at All-Star break. Can't miss another postseason. I want a realest opportunity to get in this dance and let's see what happens. Because you don't want to see me coming to your building for a game one. That's what he said out of his mouth. And you know what? The Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Kings, they know that. They know that. But it's up to the Lakers to make it happen. And that's where I'm at. So the Western Conference is all jumbled up. And it's a lot of confusion there. We'll see what's happening. All right, Black, real quick in the East, man. We're going to wrap up the show. The East is tight at the top between Milwaukee and Boston. Black, who wins the number one seed there? Who ultimately ultimately is the one seed in the Eastern Conference? Oh, man, I think it's going to be Milwaukee. Like last year, Boston was the, the, the better team in the East last year. And they had home court. I think the uh, tables turned this year. Things are going to go through Milwaukee in the East. It's going to be a dogfight, man, in, in, in the East for the playoffs. But uh, I'm going to stick with Milwaukee being that number one CD in the East. Yeah, even though they're a game out, uh, excuse me, two games out in the loss column with Boston. It was six games left. I think Milwaukee just holds it down. Right now, they just beating the hell out of Detroit Pistons. Um, so, it's just going to uh, 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 put them up with no Giannis, man. So, I think Milwaukee is just going to capture that one seed. And to be truthful, man, I feel like Boston needed that one seed. I felt like they needed it, man. A game seven, and you got to go to Milwaukee, man. I'm not really sure that they really going to want to deal with that get back that Milwaukee's going to have on their mind. I'm not really sure they're going to want to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And now they lost that opportunity because the Celtics were red hot. Now, they're on a three-game winning streak right now. Milwaukee lost their last game against Denver, but they're going to get back in the winning circle right now once they take care of Detroit. But I think Milwaukee holds on to the one seed. They're resting Giannis a lot before the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're resting him a lot. Listen here. We said this a couple years ago. Okay, last year, let's call it what it is. He didn't have all his troops and he gave the Celtics hell and forced them to a game seven on their flow and almost had a triple double in the first quarter. But without Chris Middleton, you can't go up against JB and Tatum. Mm -hmm. Smart and them boys. You, you, you need everybody. Middleton's starting to look healthy. Brooke Lopez has, dare we say, elevated his game this year. 
You still got a tough Bobby Portis. You got Giannis. You got some solid shooting with Ingles and Covington and, and, and Grayson. Mm-hmm. No one sits at the table and say Milwaukee Bucks. Have you heard it? And don't forget Jay Crowder too. Have you heard people? Have you heard people say Milwaukee Bucks? I ain't heard a lot of people saying Bucks. They ain't been talking about them. He gonna make you talk about them. Mm-hmm. He gonna make you talk about them. But this is how it was the year they they won it though. This is exactly how it was the year <laughs> they won it. And Giannis got it on his mind. Mm-hmm. He got it on his mind. And boy, if he can find a way to pull this off and get that second one, boy, in Milwaukee. Two out of three. Man, Jesus man. Christ. All right, let's go down to East real quick. You got Philadelphia, man, sitting at the three spot. Cleveland at the four spot. Look like the first round matchup between Cleveland and New York could be set in stone. Even though the one game uh, uh, one game difference in the win column, Cleveland is down three games in the loss column to the 76ers. All four teams have secured a playoff spot. Your sixth seed still hanging on is the Brooklyn Nets, man. So you get a Brooklyn-Philadelphia first round matchup as well. Down in the play-in, man, look like Miami's going to secure a spot either way. They're going to stay in in the play-in, or they're going to make the 6 seed in the playoffs. I think if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, you don't want to face the Miami Heat in the first round. You don't. That's not a matchup you want to face, but that looked like that could be the situation there. Also in the play-in, the Atlanta Hawks. Quinn Snyder, I said it. When they hired Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder was going to find a way to shape up this team in Atlanta and get them into either the playoffs or the play-in, and that's exactly what's happening. Followed by Toronto and the Chicago Bulls separating themselves from the Indiana Pacers. Look, you're going to get a Toronto and Chicago play-in matchup and a potential Atlanta versus Brooklyn or a Miami matchup um, in the play-in. Black, what are your thoughts on the Eastern Conference and which one of these play-in teams, Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago, could make it a little bit interesting in the first round of the playoffs. Well, um, I I got to agree with you with Atlanta. And t- you can't, for me, for some reason, you can't never sleep on Toronto. They got great coaching. And they do. got so many pieces. They do. You know, they can make it tough on any team, The champions too. over there, too. So, if 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 if, I, if these games were today and I was looking at this play in, I would take Toronto over the Bulls. I would take Toronto over the Bulls and then Miami, Miami and Atlanta are going to be a razor sharp game because that's... That's good coaching that's going up against each other with Snyder and then um, uh, what's my coaching for Miami? Uh, Spoke uh, and Spoke. So that's going to be a really good game. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards Miami in that one. But the, the, this Eastern Conference, these, the the top four teams, they've been really good all year. So I see why they didn't clinch already. It's literally going to come down to the Knicks, Brooklyn, and then everybody in the play-in. You know these top four teams have. Asserted themselves all year. Cleveland, I believe whoever gets Cleveland, they're going to be really dangerous. So whoever in that spot, whoever in that five spot, New York, get your get ready, because that's going that's going to be something if you get the, the Cavs versus the Knicks. Yeah. Even though I think the 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 Knicks are well equipped to deal with the, the Cavaliers team, but that's a series I could see going seven games right there. So it's really interesting in the East what's going on, D. But definitely, uh. I want to see how these play-in games are going to turn out. And, and they're in a situation just like the West. These last few games can flip-flop everything in mm-hmm. this play-in. Yeah, the Eastern Conference, man, I, I, I think once you get to the top of the East with Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, and Cleveland, you're solidified there. 
Brooklyn and New York, I think they can make it interesting. Honestly, with Brooklyn sitting at that sixth spot and they face Cleveland, I mean, they could get a game. I mean, uh, against Philly, they could get a game against Philly. I can see Mikael Bridges and Spencer Didwitty and, and Nikki Claxton coming together and getting a win against Philadelphia. I can see that. But the most appealing matchup, the fan in me, what I want to see is Miami and Philly. Mm-hmm. Miami is going to push Philly to the brink. Because they're well coached, they're tough, and they got pieces, man. Don't forget that the Miami Heat was in the NBA Finals just two years ago. They were in the, three years ago against the Los Angeles Lakers. They were in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the team that you want to look out for. Cleveland is a team to watch. In the second round, if you're if they can get by the Knicks, which I think they could, and that could be a seven game series. Hey, if you're the Boston Celtics, or you're the Philadelphia 76ers or the Milwaukee Bucks. They're going to be a handful. Mm-hmm. They're big down low. They can rebound and defend down low. They have an excellent guard play. Donovan Mitchell can go out there and drop a 45-50 piece nugget yep. on the head top. Mm-hmm. They have pieces in play to really cause somebody a problem. So watch out for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the play-in situation, I'm going to have to agree with you. Toronto-Chicago, if that ends up being the matchup, could be a really good game, should be a really good game. But Pascal and Van Vliet and Nick Nurse, I got to think they can kind of muster up some of that championship experience and get the edge over Chicago. Now, Chicago would knock them off with a surprise me. No. DeRozan and Levine, uh, Kobe White, they got some really nice pieces. Uh, Vucevic, they mm-hmm. got some nice pieces there. But listen, the Atlanta Hawks are a team to just pay attention to. Quinn Snyder got them guys playing. Tell Trey Young is almost leading the league since the All-Star break in assists. He's mm. averaging 11 a game in the in, in the NBA since the All-Star break. So they're getting a lot of opportunities, and they are not that far um, um, out of the scenario of beating the Miami Heat and getting to the playoffs in a one-game round like to make the playoffs. They're not far removed from, not do- from doing that. Mm. But I'm going to keep, like I say all the time, my eyes, what are my eyes telling me? Miami's going to get in. They're going to make the playoffs either. They're going to be the 6th seed or the 7th seed. And it's going to be up to Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago to figure out. I'm really disappointed, man, in the Indiana Pacers. Um, I really thought that I got Hatterberg, who caught an injury last week and missed the last four games, really hurt them. Mm-hmm. I thought they had a chance to get in. Would have loved to see them as well. And the Washington Wizards, y'all are trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> Cools. Staps. Bill, a lot of young players. <laughs> Them boys is trash. They got whoever the head coach is. He got to get fired. I, 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 that I team should not be the thirteenth seed in the Eastern Conference. Just let me say this real quick, and I know we got to move on. I just don't understand Bradley Bill. Dude, get your money. I ain't mad at you, dog. <laughs> you but <get> it. <laughs> you want to continue to do this every year in and year out? Looking like Dame Lillard. Like worse man, than that. it's it's worse than that, D. Like you've had. Several, several chances mm-hmm. to get out of that situation. You could have been to Miami. You could have been in LA. I'm saying you could have, you could have had a better Competing. situation than what you in. Competing. Like I, I, I never understand that. And people, people say, well, look, he's been loyal. He wants his money. Okay, do what you do, bro. But this is what you're going to continue to deal with it every year while you in Washington, being the bottom of the barrel team, eleventh or the tenth seed, whatever it may be. Mm. It's ridiculous, D, that he just 
just doing this, but hey, get your money, dog. I ain't mad at you. Yep, for sure, for sure. And last but not least, man, I meant to say this we were talking about the West, man. We're gonna wrap this up. Um The Dallas Mavericks are on a complete absolute oh, barn fire. Hey, hey, I'm sorry, D. You go know ahead, what I ahead. hate? Go ahead. Now they trying to use Jason Kidd as the scapegoat here. Yeah. Like yo, 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 come on with that, man. Heater, yeah, now he the Y'all yo, yo, stop this, man. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Like we, this was some of the conversation when the trade was made. It was. What is it going to look like? It was people that had high hopes. They was like Luca and Kyrie. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's blockbuster there. Yeah. But they can't stop a cold. Goodness gracious. They can't stay on the floor together. No, no, what? No, Luca tonight, but Kyrie playing. Luca back. They got his tech rescinded, so oh, he, okay. They both well, back. they both back. I'm pretty sure they're probably winning right now. But <clears throat> I'm saying you drop two in the goal, two in the row against Charlotte. Two in without Lamelo Ball. Without Lamelo Ball or Kelly Oubre. Like I, I, I don't understand it. But now y'all sick of me trying to use Jason Kidd as the scapegoat for the problems. No, he's not. No. Y'all need to stop that. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. It's not working. They don't play well together. We see that. They don't have enough pieces around them. Luca took 29 shots to get 40 points the other night. That's a lot of shots. That's a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. But we want on the TV and on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, Jason Kidd, what is he doing? Stop it. Stop it. This is nasty what's going on in Dallas D. And if they don't make this playoff, ooh, we we already kind of feel like Kyrie ain't gonna be there anyway. No, he's not. But man, to make this trade and miss the playoffs, that's gotta be kind of heavy, do you think? Yeah. This is on Mark Cuban. <laughs> it all started when you let Jalen Brunson go to the New York Knicks. Hello? You got to the Western Conference Finals last year with Jalen Brunson. So this is where they started. Then you trade, listen, Kyrie going to Dallas, you hooking him up with Luka. Of course, the NBA fan fandom is going to go boom. Oh, my God. And, 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 and the average basketball fan obviously would want to see Luka and, and Kyrie play together. I, I mean, that's just a given. But we now we got to talk about winning. Mark Cuban put Jason Kidd in this situation. You tried to make a splash going to Kyrie Irving. Look, man, Mark Cuban know Kyrie Irving ain't staying in Dallas. <laughs> You gave up Dick Witty. You gave up a, a, a lot of nice pieces that you had around Luca. You let Bronson go. Bronson just came out the other day. I didn't want it to go down like I that. I seen that. I didn't want it to go down like that. It's That's a really crazy. unfortunate that it went down like that. They didn't want to match and get a man. Hey, the market is what it is, bro. And they, for him to be sitting and waiting for them to match it, he wanted. He gave them opportunity to match it. And they didn't. Y'all forced his hand. And y'all let him walk. And now he in New York and look at the Knicks. With him. So this is on Mark Cuban. But if you want to make Jason Kidd the scapegoat, okay, I know a great I know some great situation for Jason Kidd next year. So he can come back to LA. He sure can. <laughs> I know some great situations for Jason Kidd if y'all want to make him the scapegoat. <laughs> so let's not do that like you said. If the Dallas Mavericks don't make the playoffs, because they beat the hell out of the Pacers right now. They beat the hell out of the Pacers right now. So they finna lock up before that 10th spot and get back in position with the OKC. OKC, the Lakers, New Orleans, and Minnesota. Now there'll be a game out. So a lot can happen there. But if they don't make the playoffs, oh my Lord. 
Mm. Oh my lord! You got one of your, you got two of your top what 15, 20 players sitting at home. That's crazy. With Dame Lillard, because he gonna be another top 15, 20 player who ain't gonna get in the playoffs. Uh, he, mm. he ain't gonna get in the playoffs either. <laughs> so keep a close eye on. Yeah, that. they talk about shutting them down already. They might as well because them boys got uh thirty two wins. What they playing for? They're on a two-game losing streak. Get them boys out of here, man. Them boys is plus 100,000 odds to win the NBA championship. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like that. You put $1 on that, boy, that's probably about probably 250 bro. If you put $1 on that, bet, you ain't going to win a dime, but I'm just saying. Oh, all right. Lord. So, all right, man. So, the NBA playoffs are approaching, man. We got a lot of great NBA basketball that's coming up, man. But before we get there, we got the Final Four this weekend. We got WrestleMania 30. Eight this weekend. We have a lot of things to get to before we get to the NBA playoffs, man. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's show, episode 220, man. We enjoy coming here week in and week out, talking sports, giving our thoughts and our opinions, our expert opinions on how we feel about some of the big stories that are going on in the world of sports. So keep a lot with us, man. We're going to be covering all the biggest stories. All the wrestling fans out there, appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Listen to me and Black break down uh, 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 some, some good events that's happening in the world of wrestling all right so um yeah black anything before we get out of here uh nah man just appreciate all the love and support that we get man y'all keep rocking with us great things coming like they say we're doing the nba preview show for the playoffs y'all look at be on the look out look out for that next week y'all uh can hit me up on twitter and instagram at black nl3 man y'all hit me up let's talk about it Yes, sir. NBA Twitter, I will be front and center for the playoffs. Hashtag NBA Twitter. Somebody asked me the other day, why do you say NBA Twitter? Because it is a real place on Twitter. Hashtag NBA Twitter, and you get some of the most emotional fans ever inside the NBA Twitter world. Hashtag NBA Twitter. Hit the hashtag and go inside and... Be prepared to have a great time, especially during the NBA playoffs. Also, hashtag WrestleMania 38. Um, also, hashtag the Final Four if you want to go inside and have some conversations uh, there. All right, my name is Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Let's talk about it, man. Y'all want to talk sports? Let's talk about what you want to talk about. You don't like what I said? You vibe what I said? Whatever it is, let's talk about it. About it, all right. Um, that's pretty much it, man. So stay tuned for next week, two twenty one. We'll be talking all the updates from WrestleMania, the Final Four, and so forth and so on. All right. So until next time, man. Y'all be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves. Tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend. That's another sports show out here that you need to pay attention to. Give DM Black a listen. Your favorite sportsologist, man, and we definitely appreciate all the support. All right, man. Y'all be cool out there. All right. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. New sports desk.